of the loop bros i'm your host kalai and that's it for tonight unfortunately the rest of my crew could not make it i think it has to do something with the butt they got the butt problems going on so reach out to everybody tell them you hope their butts get better uh so hopefully i'm gonna do my best to entertain you guys and do a solo show and hopefully uh you guys will enjoy it. If not, I am so sorry. So, let's start out with announcements. Zach has been pledged by Rick to play Streets of Rogue. So hopefully he's working on that. Uh, right now, our current uh, game for our game club of the month is Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which we will be reviewing on November 3rd. Um. Now, I think the Patreon is still live right now, so you can still pick what our October's games are, but not too much longer, I believe. Um, Zach will be updating us in a little in a little while on apparently Zach and Daryl's competition. Uh, apparently, there might even be video in November. So, now, let's go to our toast. I am toasting to our Patreon producers. My name is Effing Mayo, MZ, Sadik, and Redbeard Rick. Thank you guys. Also, I am toasting to my good co friend and co-host Matt and his wife V. Today they are celebrating their 10th wedding anniversary, which is beautiful. So congratulations, guys. <laughs> Oh, drinking a little ginger ale tonight. I should have probably drank something harder at this rate. Um, now, let's get into some housekeeping. Uh, there are Patreon. Please subscribe to our Patreon. We do, uh, and you know, for just one dollar, you get our bonus episodes, plus our monthly deep dives. You get early access to our Driftcast. And early access to our Loop Bros Comic Cast. And early access to the 2236. Now, it's only a dollar. Uh, there are a couple tiers. And at the top tier, for $25, you can make one of us play a game. Uh, like Zach is. Uh, you can also, if you don't mind, please subscribe to us on YouTube. We also have a Facebook page. We have a Discord. We've been very active in the Discord, so you should totally come join us over there. We have an entire channel dedicated to our Game of the Month Club, so we can talk about it. We can help each other out if there's a problem. You know, just make sure, you know, just come join us on Discord. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your Xbox. Can't get it on PlayStation, apparently. <laughs> you can get it on your computer. You know, you don't need a computer to get Discord. If that's some of the reason why people aren't joining. 
Uh, so let's go into our trophy boards. Now, normally I would be talking about what we've been playing, but I'm going to save that for topic of the show because I'm going to kind of tie the two together. And I know that uh, you guys don't want to hear me talk about my stuff twice. It's just not fun. Um, so let's start with our backlog beatdown. Um, anybody can join us to play this game. It's a community event that we do and we host. We keep track of everything you've been playing. So at the end, we can stat it up and see how many of us are playing PlayStation games, how many of us are playing Xbox games. How I know who's the top player. So our current lead is I am styling on your bro with 144. CJ is right behind him with 99. Diago is right behind him with 95. Redbeard Rick is right behind him with 93. Daryl's at 89. Now he's on vacation, so this could be more. He did bring his Vita, but we'll see. Joe is at 71. I think he has a few more games and he's just not posting again. Gareth is at 70. JT is at 59. Jared is at 39. I Yield to No One is at 37. Alexander is at 34. Matthew Mulligan is at 30. Sadik is at 26. Now, Daryl, I hope you've been updating his stuff. If you're not, that's your fault. I'm at 24. James the Nerd is at 21. No, the Builder's at 21. Tricky's at 21. Dino Killer is at 10. Homer gets duffed and Courier at 9. Uh, 42J is at 7. BWOW is at 6. And let's see. Oh, Levi Thomas is at 2. T-Bird's at 4. He's been playing. So, get out there and play those games. Uh. Let's go over to our true che- our true trophies and see what's going on with that. So number one is Redbeard Rick with South Park, the Stick of Truth. 150 score there. Not bad. Affectatious Donk is at 137. Looks like he's been playing uh, PGA Tour 2K23. That one Seagal is next with 87. The Grounded Gamer is at 77. Hollow Mad Cap is at 51. Ooh, my name is Pe- Mayo, the second one. Stygian Wolf is at 24. Mr. TMNT is at 18. Tricky Mick is at 16. Gav Deez is at 13. Let's see. Daryl's at 10. A new contestant in Wheel of Fortune. Wow, Daryl. Wow. Let's see. How am I not on this list? I've been playing games. Oh, okay. Apparently none of my trophies are coming up. Well. Let's see. Let's go to our true achievement uh, boards and see what's going on over there. We have I'm standing on your bro with 1,860 score. His latest achievement is I can do anything I want. I got guns in Zombie Army 4. Number two is Sony Pony to You with 1,860. Ooh, wow. That's, wow, they both have the same score. Interesting. 
His latest achievement is And Happily Ever After in Leak of Enthusiastic Losers. Okay. Number three is Sadik at 1375 at Molda Campaign Medal in Valkyrie Revolution. Then GDI Master Race at 170. His latest achievement is Pow Pow in Serious Sam 4. Dump Lickers at number 5, 75 points with Fine Dining and Grounded. Ooh, Resident Daryl's last uh, Xbox achievement was Pork Chop in Minecraft on iOS. I'm really surprised that showed up on here. So, I. Uh, if you'd like to join our boards, uh, you just go to truetrophies.com or trueachievements.com and search for the Loot Bros podcast. You can join them, and every week they get updated automatically. So, community questions. You guys gave us some good ones this time around. CJS, what do you think of the current loyalty program on each console? Do you tend to make use of them? Which do you find to be the best value? Would you consider moving more of your purchases digitally because of them? And why does the gold coins from the Switch store feel so sweet? So, I mean, I don't feel like the the loyalty programs really do anything. I mean, I looked at PlayStations, and it's fantastic that if you buy games, but you've got to buy a lot of games. And some people are going really crazy just buying, like, little $2 games so they can earn money. At which point you're just kind of like, you know, spending money to that you could be putting into better games than what you're playing. Um, not my thing, but hey, uh, I kind of like Xbox's loyalty program because you can you don't need to just play games. You can use your search engine. You can take little quizzes, and when you do that, you can earn enough money. I've earned enough money to get uh, like a month of Xbox for free which is kind of cool um do you tend to make use of them i don't purposely go out of my way to make use of them i mean xbox does have like uh challenges and i think playstation does too but i don't actively go after those challenges if i happen to get them fantastic if i don't it's it's no skin off my back i don't really care um and which one do I find the, the best value? Well, before that, I should also talk about the um, Switch or Nintendo rewards. The Nintendo rewards you for just buying game, you get coins. I like their system a lot because I will take that few extra dollars and buy like a inexpensive game. And it's all on all purchases, digital and physical, which is kind of nice. Uh, which do I find the best value? Probably Nintendo. I get the most value out of my Nintendo account because, again, I purchase games physically, digitally, whatever, and then they I get the points either way. Um, would you consider moving more of your purchases digitally because of them? It doesn't matter to me. I tend to go digitally anyways because I prefer digital. It's just easier for me to be able to load up a game and why does the gold coins from the switch store feel so sweet well cj 
it feels really sweet because it's like really earning that coin just like Mario does when I was a child. Uh, Stylin writes in and says, who's pumped to play Gas Station Simulator? I kind of would like to play this game because then I would just burn it to the ground. At least I hope I could burn it to the ground. You know, just spray gasoline everywhere. Write my name with gasoline, just light it on fire. While I'm enjoying the MCC, what was it that made Halo so popular that people overlooked their abysmal button layouts all the way through Halo 4? Well, what made Halo so popular is the fact that it was a co-op game. It was a couch co-op game. It was a game that you could sit and play with your friends over the internet. Or it was like Call of Duty. You guys can get together on teams and you guys can play against other teams. It revolutionized uh, co-op gaming. It's what made Xbox famous. I got into Xbox late. I wound up going back and playing the Halo games. And I played the Halo games with my husband. And playing through 4, I wanted to have that nostalgia again of playing the game. Unfortunately, um, they didn't have the co-op out. And I don't even think it's still out now, so I couldn't even play it with my husband. But the story is so ingrained in my head, and some of the stuff that people didn't like kind of hooked me. So I kind of want to see where the story went. I'm kind of disappointed that they did drop the ball on the Cortana storyline. I would have liked to see Cortana fixed. I would like to see Cortana come back. I think it's that Cortana Master Chief that really made the series. And kind of made you love the character even more. The fact that, you know, she's not in it anymore kind of sucks. And I like the whole storyline of what they were going with. But they kind of dropped off on it because a lot of people didn't like it. So, hoping to see Cortana again. Probably most people played through Halo 4. Um, three quarters of the way through. I like what they did with Halo 4. I like the fact that they did more of an open world. So I could kind of like go back and forth. Which was, you know, new to the series. It brought a refresh to a series that really needed a refresh. I just wish they could have gotten the co-op working. It probably would have been a lot more fun. Gaz asks... What do you make of the new addition to PS Extra and Premium this month? Are you liking the way PS Plus Extra is in particular? Is it shaping up now? Has been a few months since launch. Well, Gaz, unfortunately, I don't really have the PlayStation Premium. I did take a quick look before I recorded this. And you guys are getting some really good games like Dragon Age. I'm sorry, not Dragon Age. Dragon Quest. And Dragon Quest game. Which I played through, which is really good. I thought about buying into it. In fact, my regular subscription ends at the end of this month, and I did put it out there to um, our co-hosts, and I said, should I upgrade to the premium? And they told me no, because I don't play it enough. Uh, you know, I do know a lot about the Xbox side. I'm enjoying the Xbox version of Game Pass a lot when I do find stuff to play. But currently, I'm kind of addicted to my Steam and my PlayStation. Okay. 
Ender says, with the digital-only future being an inevitable, for those who are prefer physical, will you continue gaming in a digital-only age? I will always game in a digital-only age because I prefer digital. I like the way Steam does it. In fact, Steam does allow family accounts or family sharing, so I can share my account with up to eight people. So I share it with my husband, I share it with Ender, and that way we could try out games before we even buy them, because if somebody has it and they're like, oh, this is a great game, you should totally try it, I can jump in and try it. Uh, and I guess, because I, I don't care, I love digital, I, especially with like a Steam Deck where I can take my games wherever. You know, I grew up in the 80s, and in the 80s we had these big bulky machines, we had these big bulky cartridges and I used to go on vacation we had a mountain house and we had a second Nintendo up there and I used to have to bring like a whole bunch of cartridges the fact that I can take a switch with a lot of games on it or take my you know even the Vita just take it and go is just absolutely mind-blowing for me so I support digital for that one of those reasons I like the ability to just be able to jump between. If I get frustrated in a game, you know, I can jump to a different game because I have my entire library with me. CJ asks, with Sony being spanked by the Brazilian regulator for their COD wineage, do you think Jimmy Ryan would really believe this dummy split would work? Why is it that the UK is the only country tipped to block the deal? As the UK has clearly bowed to its false profit, is it fair to label them? All anti-ponies. Um, I didn't even know that Brazilian regulators were blocking this. Um, I, I have no idea what Jimmy Ryan thinks. Uh, who knows? He, I mean, he put out games like The Last of Us Part Two. We allowed that to come out. I don't know. <laughs> uh. So UK probably is just a little bit more refined than the United States. So that's probably why um, they want to block the deal. They're more refined. <laughs> All right. So this week's official topic. Uh, we were going to talk about the last three games that we've been playing. We're going to have some nice, delicious, delicious game talk. but But unfortunately, nobody showed up. So I'm going to modify it. Tonight, I'm going to talk about not only the games I've been playing, but I'm going to talk about the co-op games I'm playing in case you're looking for some new co-op games to play. This week, I got together with my husband and my friend Carl, and we beat Trine 4. Trine 4 is a fantastic puzzle co-op game for up to three people. We absolutely had a blast. Uh, if you've never played the Trine, and the Trine games go on sale a lot. I mean, like, a lot. I think I, I, got the, I spent 20 bucks on the entire collection of four games. The third game, not as good as the rest, but I got through it. In Trine, you are either a wizard, a, uh, like a rogue archer, or a, a soldier. And as single player, you can rotate between those characters to help you solve the puzzles. In three-player, we all have to work together. And it's a physics-based engine. And sometimes that physics doesn't physics. 
What I mean by that is things that you would think would not be able to happen, you could do. Um, we can, like, I got the ability to, like, freeze water. So, like, we could use it as stepping stones. Because I always played the rogue. My husband always played the wizard. The wizard can create blocks. He can create balls. He can create rubber balls. Which is fantastic when you're trying to do something. And rubber balls keep bouncing all over the screen and hit, hitting you in the face. We laughed as we accidentally killed each other in the game. Because you just can't help it. You know. We're trying to balance on... My husband's made three blocks. We're on top of it trying to get to something. And he accidentally hit something. And all of them go away. And you fall into lava. That happened. So that game is really... And it's a good family-friendly game, too. Because it does make the kids think. Uh... The next game I want to talk about is uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. We start at Tiny Tina. I do have to say I I like it. It's the same Borderlands. I can't play it as long as the other Borderlands games because it's kind of starting to wear thin if you've played the Borderlands games. I am, again, playing this with Jim and Carl. You know, it's the same fun shooter-looter thing. We do feel that there's just too much loot at this point. It's like they, they're they trying to overcompensate. They just throw loot, throw loot, throw loot to the point that you're like, well, is this better? I don't know because they they replace the same guns with this, but they're just different, slightly different stats. And sometimes the stats aren't any better. The comedy, fantastic though, especially if you're a Dungeons and Dragons player. because They really do make fun of that. Um. Another game that I've been playing is Gunfire Reborn. Uh, Gunfire Reborn is a looter shooter. Um, I'm playing it on Steam. Let me see. I think it's on... Let me see if it's on everything. Let's see. Yes, it is on everything. Uh... Actually, it's on Xbox One, Series X, and Series S. Uh, it's not on PlayStation. Gunfire Reborn is a looter shooter roguelike. You guys are working together to get through dungeons. And, of course, they change. Uh, there's several characters that you can open up to play. So it's an open-up progression type deal. And each character has to be played to... Uh, upgrade them. So you can, you don't have like a general upgrade for everybody. You Each character has their own upgradable tree. So as you play them. So I play the cat. The cat has uh, great abilities with um, with like fire based elemental weapons. She uses all types of elementals. There's a dog character that uses explosives. So each unique character brings something to the table. You can play the same, like everybody can play the same character if they want. You can all play different characters, but you do have to open up those characters. And as the game gets easy, easier for you, you can up the difficulty and play at higher levels. It takes about an hour and a half to get through a run. Um, so, you know, like you can get through a run uh, in about an hour and a half. It can be a lot of fun. Uh, especially, you know, if you have a couple of people to play with you like I do. You can play single player. Um, 
another game that I've been playing is Shell Shock Live. Uh, why? Let's see. This is on. I think this is primarily on Steam. Uh oh no no no! It's an app. It can be an app on the phone. It is a game. It's a re reskin of a game I used to play a very long time ago. Your little tanks. You get a period to move. And then you have to shoot at each other and try to destroy each other. It's kind of really cute. Uh, you can probably pick it up in your phone if you want to play it. Uh, you know, just, just very simple. Which can be a lot of fun. Um, And another game that I've been playing that is also co-op is Risk of Rain 2. This is another roguelike game. Highly recommend it. It is very interesting of a game because you start out on easy. You have to start out on easy. Do not start on any other difficulty but easy. And as you progress through the game, because you got to find points in the game in in each board, you're going to run in each board. You're running around trying to find a summoning point to summon the boss. But before you do that, you want to kill guys to get money, to find chests, to be able to upgrade your gear so you're good enough to fight the boss. And it's infinite spawns. It will keep spawning guys until you spawn that boss and you kill the boss. However, as you continue to play the game, the game gets harder and harder and harder and harder and harder and harder until it's almost impossible. So that mechanic alone is kind of really, really interesting. See any other games I can recommend that are good co-op games? Not really. Now, guys, I'm always looking for co-op games. So if there's co-op games that you can, you know, uh, recommend to me, please reach out and say, "Hey, I got a co-op game for you." Let me know, preferably three players, because I'm looking for something new. Oh, I know. I'm sorry, there is one other game. If you want a hilarity of fun and you need a good party game, Duck Game. It's an inexpensive little game where you're all ducks trying to kill each other. Every board is randomly generated. You have to find a weapon and you have to kill each other. And that's it. And you move on. I played a lot. It's great couch co-op. Have a couple people over. Play a few rounds. You can play it with the kids. So much fun. So, yes. Alright, guys. That's it for me. I'm very sorry I couldn't find anybody else to record. I really tried. <laughs> um, But I do have to plug Ninja Loot. I'm also going to plug my, pod, my other podcast, The Driftcast. Even if you don't... Um, even if you don't like, uh, you know, like Nintendo, check us out because, you know, we do just talk games with me, Joe, and Matt. Zach does do streaming, so check out his scream- streaming schedule. And v- our good friend V also does streaming. You can see her streaming in our um, Discord uh, when she does stream. So 
Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of The Loot Bros.